0: Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it y'all is. Y'all don't about. know y'all better ask somebody. Hat on, hat on, suit on, on. looking like the black dog. Giving a mug off, dress like the million bucks, bust things in his cups. Y'all mm-hmm. tell me, who
1: could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah.
2: You're listening to
1: me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands
2: together.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All don't join me yeah yeah
3: Uh huh. I sure will. Hey, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. I've been saying it like that since I got it, too. All right. I got a good one for you today. Yesterday, the other day, I was talking to you about the most effective weapon available to us as human beings, I think, is prayer. I think prayer helps us in so many ways. But right now, what I want to do is I want to show you how prayer pays off. I want, I want to show you what good it can do for you. Even me, I use it every day. And, and the days I don't use it, I feel it. The, the, you know, the days that I go, you know, without talking to him as much, I notice it. I feel it. I feel a certain kind of way. You know, the, those uh, the, that doubt starts slipping in again, that uneasy feeling of uncertainty slips in again, that that wondering what I'm going to do starts slipping in again. It happens to me. It happens to everybody, man, I think. I, re- I really, really do. You know, people would just keep it real with each other. Stop being this Christian, this Superman, because you ain't. You ain't. There's a scripture that says there's none perfect. No, not one. That's everybody. That, that that cover all of us, don't it? So Sometimes I think we're a little too hard on each other. Uh, with that too, seeing as how we not perfect, we immediately want to just, just. Oh man, you just want to kill when we find somebody do something wrong. Especially if it go public, everything go public now. Cause social media. But anyway, I just want to talk to you about how prayer pays off. I mean, it's called ROI in money. People got money, call it ROI, so return on investment. People are always looking for a return on investment. You know, nobody. Nobody in business really gives you money without understanding the return on investment. They don't even give monies to charities unless they think it can do something with the bottom line. A lot of companies work like that. I found that out myself. Sad, but it is true. So since everything is expected to work on a return on investment, I assume because we're human beings. So since we're all human beings, whether you're in business or or not, you're still in the business of living. I think when you pray, you should expect a return on your investment. You talked to him. You spent time opening up to him. You bowed your head to him. You humbled yourself. You got on your knees. I mean, but really we talking God here, so really what you're doing ain't really about nothing, be honest with you. The little bit that you do do on his behalf, it, it, it just pales in comparison with what he does. But let's just say you want to call yourself invested. Well, let me show you how it pays off. This because, see, for me, this is for me now. Prayer pays off in different ways. That's what I had to learn. See, I was praying, but I was asking him specifically for what I wanted. I had the audacity, though, to turn around and tell him how to do what I wanted. <laughs> That's amazing, man. I can't tell you how many blessings I block coming my way by putting my faith in and what I said I wanted and how I wanted him to do it. I want you to give me this. I want that person to go away. I want this person to accept everything you say. Then I want to go over here and I want this deal to happen like this. And I want that person to just step aside and let, let me through. And then I want that. I was I had it mapped out. God must have been chuckling really hard. <laughs> he had to be going, boy, I made you to be funny. But, boy, you're funny now. So you're going to tell me how to do it. And you've all heard this right here. If you want to make God laugh, tell him your plan. Well, that's what I did. And that's how we pray a lot of times. We pray and we pray in the prayer. We're telling him how to work it out. Well, here's the deal. This is what I've learned. Prayer pays off in different ways. There's a different return of my investment when I pray. See, sometimes when I'm praying for something, a situation to dissolve itself or go away, sometimes I get courage out of the prayer. Prayer provides me courage. That's just to go on and look at it, I guess. Face it. Then sometimes when I'm praying about a situation, sometimes prayer gives me hanging power. Sometimes, man, it just I look up and I'm just handling it better. Sometimes prayer gives you laugh it off power. Sometimes, man, you just got to laugh it off. (laughs) Whatever, man. (laughs) You tripping. Do you know what that is if you could do that? You know, sometimes it it gives you a show of strength, power. Sometimes prayer allows you to have the appearance that you got it all together. Nobody gotta know the whirlwind, the, the tornado, the hurricane that's swirling in your life. You standing over there like the eye of the hurricane. You just and it's all swirling around you, but you standing there like the eye. You just as calm. That's what prayer does. So when you pray, man, it builds up a lot of things in you. You know what it's done for me? Prayer has built up character in me. It's made me have more character. Because I'm able to stand stronger on the things I say because I've been praying. Because I've been asking God for all of those return of investments. I've been asking God for courage. I've been asking God for hanging that power. I've been asking him to give me the power to walk away. I've asked him to give me ignored power. I've asked him to help me laugh it off. I've asked him to show me strength. But you know what I was doing? I was really praying, not really for them things, be real with you. I was asking him to help me. Lord, help me. You ever done that? You ever asked God for help, and then all of a sudden a list of these things show up? See, sometimes how you want the problem to be solved ain't the best way. There's a lesson to be learned when we make mistakes. And sometimes you got to stay in that fire, and you got to learn that lesson. But guess what, though? When you come out of it, you're going to be better for it. You're going to know more about it. Come on, y'all, pray. He's solid. His word is true. It lasts forever. He do what he say he's going to do now. All day, all night, 24-7. He do it all day, all night, and then some more. His word don't ever change. It's true. It works for me. It worked for you. It worked for Jakes. It worked for Osteen. It worked for Kirk Franklin. It worked for Paula White. It worked for Billy Graham. It worked for Mother Teresa. It worked for Gandhi. It worked for princes, Arabs. It worked, man. It worked for you. What you waiting for? Why don't you put prayer in your game? Watch what happened to you. You sitting in that jail cell and you struggling with it, and they telling you blood in, blood out, you can't get in. You That's foolishness, man. What you mean? God can get you out of anything. Look, man, if you done read your Bible, he done got some people out some sticky situations. I don't know what you talking about. If Daniel was in the lion's den and Jonah was in the belly of the whale, what you talking about? Where you at? You just sitting in a cell with some dudes around. You talking about what they going to do. Man, you got to be real. God can't nothing do nothing. Nobody can't nobody do nothing to you. God won't give you the strength to handle. Prayer changes things, man.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please? Uh, it looks like it's Monday morning. Uh, it feels like it's Monday morning. And I got to tell you about it. It's good to be alive to say it's Monday morning. It's Monday morning. Steve Harvey Morning Show. That's how we feel about the day. <laughs> Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. Man, what you talking about?
4: Ain't you glad to be here, Shirley Strawberry? I'm so happy I could cry. (laughs) That's how happy I am. Carla Pharrell? Yes, Lord, I'm happy
1: to
5: be here. Amen. Good morning.
4: Yeah, yeah. Junior?
5: Morning, Unc. Yeah, I'm glad to be here and not in a hospital either. Oh,
3: yes, Hello. (laughs)
4: Okay. And
3: he's back in the building, ladies and gentlemen, my dog
6: from way back. Okay, Anthony Brown. Why well, he had to go hospital in front of me. I mean, <laughs> I don't even... I don't even get that, but I'm glad to be here. But if I, just, why? You wanted, why would that, he do you wanted that? to say hospital? you uh, wanna, yeah, yeah, I mean, he know I go to the hospital, so why that he got? That was gotta, shade. That was why shade. Why, why yeah. he gotta throw shade on a sick man? He, he stole yeah. your thunder. I, my <laughs> bad, though.
5: <dog. laughs> Can we both be great?
6: <laughs> <laughs> what up, Steve Harvey? What's up with you, boy? My man. Welcome back, Jay.
0: Boy, nephew back. Tommy. Yeah, yay, yay! What it do, Uncle Steve and the crew? Oh, all man. Right, right. So, uh, Why after
6: I'm we speak, new... we all go? Yeah.
0: Uh, okay,
6: Monday. now what? It's the Monday, yeah. bro. We right, do this so. every we... Monday. Yeah. Every Monday we do this. Woo! It's Monday. Yeah, this is what happens good on Monday.
4: <laughs> that must mean we all had a good weekend. Yeah, I had a good weekend. Oh, man. But
1: just like Steve started off saying, we here, though.
4: Hello. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Thank yeah. the Lord. I had, Thank the good Lord. Mm-hmm. I had an
3: amazing weekend. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Tell
4: us about it,
3: baby. And I spent it in the Okavanga Delta. Okay. In Botswana. One of the most amazing things I've ever seen. Matter of fact, the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life in terms of landscape and nature. I've Mm -hmm. never seen it before. Amazing place. I'm Mm -hmm. going to do something. I don't know yet. I got to figure out what it is. But I got to arrange a trip to take as many people who would like to go. I got. I have to bring as many people as I can to Africa. You have to see this. You have to see it. That's going to be one of my goals. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm going to do it yet. I'm going to pray about it, work something out. But I've got to arrange to get as many African-Americans to come see down. Africa as I can, I gotta work something out. Man.
1: Wow, yeah. nice! I'm going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Going.
3: I'm gonna bring the morning show. I'm I'm gonna do something, man. Yeah. Well, I'm I went before so- my
1: first time. You took me, <laughs> so I'm ready. You yeah, he, ready, ready. to go uh, now? Can we go now?
3: But oh man, we are gonna lay it out. It's it's really really nice, man. And so today I'm broadcasting live from Johannesburg, uh, South Africa. Now so. Over here just uh, making some things. We've got some (laughs) announcements to make today.
4: All right, well, listen, coming up at 32 after the hour, we'll do a little weekend review, uh, find out how the weekend went for everyone. That's inside of something funny. We'll be back right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, it is Monday. All right, Steve, you said you had an amazing weekend. We want to hear about your weekend in the weekend review uh, so come on Steve. We're starting with you as always. What happened? How well, did it the go? The weekend
3: review went to the Okavango Delta, mm-hmm. which is um, a wetland area. Oh, uh, okay. Um it's winter time there though. It's winter time. Mm-hmm. And so um, it, it was it was a little dry, but it was great because you could see a lot of game that way. Mm-hmm. But man oh man oh man, I gotta tell you something. It was the most spectacular piece of nature I've ever seen. So here's the deal: uh, Marjorie and I were at a resort. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the name of this place? I saw oh, some of your uh, pictures on the, social media. The Chief Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. We did not see. This is how. This is how. Uh, um, unique and how far away it is. We never saw a single other truck. No gaming truck. We never saw another vehicle the entire time we
2: were there. Mm-hmm.
3: There was only one other couple at the resort. We were there with a group of people mm-hmm. from our uh, Botswana uh tourism board members and stuff like that. wanted to introduce me to it. but man, we never saw we saw all of the big five. In one day we saw the black rhino with the ba- oh. with her baby. Oh. We saw a white rhino, that's almost impossible to see both black and white rhino. We saw a leopard, we saw the Cape Buffalo, and of course we saw elephants. Uh, Botswana has the largest elephant population in the world.
6: Did mm. did they get along, Steve? Did black who get and along? The, white rhino, the black
2: <laughs> and the white rhino. No,
3: they don't even talk to each other. And that's the real <laughs> deal. <laughs> Because one of the questions, Jay, that I asked him, I said, "Do black rhinos mate with white rhinos?"
0: The man said, "Nope." What? Uh,
6: legitimate question. Yeah, ain't it no was. interracial
4: rhinos out
5: here. No mixed. And I'm a lot of
3: rhinos. They didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but so it was just an amazing it. weekend, man. And like I said, I've got to come up with a way to get. A lot of my listeners over to Africa so you can experience it you've got to go on a game drive Mm -hmm. so you can experience it you've got to you've got to see nature in its purest form so you can experience it it's just something man and and from the cultural standpoint for us as African Americans to come back to the motherland look America's home for us Mm -hmm. you know we have homes there You know, we have, look, we have family there. So, you know, I mean, we've made homes here in in America. No doubt about it. But we should see where we're from. Every Mm -hmm. African-American should come and see this place. And before you start writing it off, talking about it's too expensive. Now, yeah, it's going to cost a little bit more than driving to the family reunion. It is. (laughs) But it is well worth it. Your soul—he knows <laughs> yeah, He knows yeah, I mean, know black people well. He's these numbers. Yeah, he, know he does. Yeah, I'm, we going down to Jesse's uh, for the reunion, mm-hmm. and it was uh, seventy-five dollars per person. And you know it, that that ain't what this is. <laughs> but it will. Your soul will feel so good if you do this for yourself. It's an amazing trip. Any it's questions? a must
6: trip. It's a must trip. You should, every a black person trip. should go. Should go to Africa one time in their life. Yeah, Do I it would be lightning yeah. over. You guys have yeah. all been. I've never been. I've
4: yeah. never been there. Af- yeah. yeah, I want to. Oh, go Oh, it, it never is been. so nice. Yeah, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's beautiful, Cheryl, I it believe really it. Is. Yeah, I believe
3: you. It's 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 the most breathtaking place because see you know you can go skiing a lot of places. Mm-hmm. You can go to the beach a lot of places. Yeah. Uh you can go see caves and caverns mm-hmm. a lot of places. You can see waterfalls a lot of places. You can't see Africa nowhere but Africa. Oh, I okay. Promise you, <laughs> you that this collection of wildlife resides on no other part of the world. It is unique to itself. It is the motherland it is, it, it's unbelievably breathtaking. I mean, you stop and you go, wow, okay, God. What was, you, you tripping. Yeah. Really? I just had to say it this week. I told God, I said, you, you was on one with Africa. You was just mm-hmm. over here just sculpting and designing it. I mean, man, I, I, it's hard for me to, I can't really put it into words, man. Mm-hmm. And Okavanga Delta, is even more special. It's it's man. How do you get stop. to it? Any uh, how you get to it? Like it's, okay,
5: it's how does it travel to get there?
3: First, I Delta. took a jet to a, a place called Maun. Maun. Then you get off the jet and you have to take a small, smaller propeller plane that still seats like seven, eight people. You could probably put more on there, but it was very private. <laughs> and then we flew
0: on up.
6: What did no, say? What did he say? I mean, he, you're not
0: giving he... us any type of how to get there for us. All <laughs> I can hear is where you take this everybody. private jet and then another private jet. Now, how now, the hell do propeller. we get there?
3: Us. Now, listen. He said, Papa. No. From Gabon <laughs> or from any other part of South Africa, <laughs> you can fly oh. into the Maun Airport but everybody that goes to the Okavanga has to get <laughs> off of the commercial flight or uh-huh. private jet and get on a smaller plane to take you directly to your lodge
1: okay like but, why,
0: but why like is tommy mad though yeah. steve because there's <laughs> it an anger management it, it it's not anger but give me the information i need for me not for you Ooh. Awesome. We, have we have to go, go a different route. Right there. When you get over here, somebody yeah. going to pick you up in the road. Yeah. road. Give me my information.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. We're going to try and oh, end this right here and uh, <laughs> move, move on. Let me just say this. Yeah. Hey, I can see right now everybody not going. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next, Deacon Def Jam, Reverend Motown with church complaints.
2: There you go. <laughs> right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news. Who we'll told 50 Cents to change Power's theme song from Joe to Trey songs? I do not know. No. I do not wow. know. Yeah yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah,
2: yeah,
4: <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll talk about that. Plus, in other entertainment news, the MTV VMAs are tonight in Newark. But right now, it is Monday, and you know what time it is. It is, it is time for church complaints with Deacon Def Jam and Reverend Motown. Come
7: on, guys. <laughs> Let's see if we can do this together. Uh-oh.
2: Mm. Well, mm. we are yeah, uh, already
3: we <laughs> having a problem. Uh, this has turned from church complaints to deacon complaints.
4: Mm.
3: Now no. We obviously have a reprotocity. Of congenialities <laughs> going on at the jackpot. <laughs> this uh, reprobatorial comeback is uh. going to cost us in the long run. I foretell.
7: Wow, well, I don't think so. so.
3: Well, go ahead, uh, Deacon, with church complaints.
7: Uh. Well, I get to my complaints about you later. I guess you don't want to hear that, evidently. Mm, mm, mm. Well, uh, evidently,
3: uh, is it, is true.
7: What do you mean it's true? What? What's do true? you have church complaints? I have. Mm, I'm gonna calm down. Count to ten, Deacon. One, two, three, four,
4: five, six. You're in
7: church. <laughs> mm.
3: Watch yourself, for you don't be Deacon no
7: more. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm not going to be de-deaconized. Uh, oh, well, here's a well, situation. the situation. first situation you, is you this. the can get damn that- show
4: demoted. Uh, no cussing, Pastor. Thank you. What? Oh, I'm <laughs> so sorry.
3: I've been uh, away for, I was in the bush this yes, weekend. Yes, yes, you were. Know.
6: <laughs> <laughs> been cussing the whole weekend. At yeah,
3: well,
6: you
7: was
4: in so the I VIP bush, though. All right, let's
7: Weren't go. Wasn't it? Yeah, let's get down to business. The Back That Thing Up Ministry wants to perform at the BET Sunday Best. They want to audition. They need money for that. (laughs)
4: Does anybody talk to Kirk about this?
7: (laughs) It's the Back That Thing Up Ministry Pastor, and they want to perform at the BET Sunday Best. They don't have money to get there, but they are asking that the church put the bill. So that's up to you to decide.
3: I'm uh, awful proud of the back thang- thing up ministry. Um,
7: mm-hmm. it's, it's eight of them that do the
3: performing, Pastor. Mm-hmm. I know. And, uh, I handpicked picked six of them. <laughs>
8: <laughs> I'm so
3: proud of these girls And <laughs> I'm going to just say, okay, we will fund it. Mm-hmm.
7: Oh, really? Mm. Well, do we yeah. need to... Notify Kirk and let him know they come in. What do we need to do on yes. this?
3: Kirk Franklin don't need to know a damn thing.
7: <laughs> sing, All Kirk
3: got to do is bring them out. They qualified. When he see it, I bet he'll like
7: it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be some stomping for sure. All right. uh, moving, moving along, Pastor. Somebody has been taking their shoes out doing service and stinking up the entire sanctuary. We have now uh, hired somebody for foot patrol to find out who it is, but the foot patrol is going to cost us uh, forty dollars an hour. So we, I need you to confirm that it's all right.
3: Uh, I wanted to say that's the very reason when uh, Deacon Parnell uh, had suggested that we do a service, a foot washing service. He had dated a girl that went to a Catholic church and they had done a foot washing service, and I told him at our church that wasn't going to be a good idea because mm. of this very problem that you're saying we
7: have. Okay.
3: <laughs> because cause uh. I know right now, uh, uh, Cle- uh, uh Naomi' husband, uh-huh. uh, mm-hmm. yeah, mm. yes, if
4: sir.
7: he
3: pull his shoe off and spread his toe, <laughs> <laughs> Church service will be over, therefore after. Right toe. Good Lord.
4: The- uh, damn.
3: Oh, jam. Damn.
4: That's what it was. I said no, sir.
3: Go ahead, Deacon. So sir.
7: Ah, uh, we got a situation here, Pastor. The scuba diving ministry went diving this past Saturday. Ah, uh, they cannot get Brother Cyrus out of his wetsuit. They have tried and tried. Uh, he is missing work today due to this issue and wants the church to cover his losses, but they cannot get him out that wetsuit. They have pulled and pulled, and Brother Cyrus is still in that thing.
3: The, uh, uh, the, uh, what you call it, the scuba diving the scuba, ministry yeah. started mm-hmm. by the two white boys that joined the church Last uh, summer, oh
6: yeah, uh, who
3: got uh, lost? They got stuck here from hitchhiking because they had hitchhiked to the black neighborhood and where nobody pick them up, so they stayed. Uh, they started the hitch the uh, scuba diving ministry. I told the blacks not to go down there. Now, well, who, uh, who you say get stuck in the suit,
7: Brother Cyrus. Mm.
3: Oh, that's right now Cyrus took his fat ass down there
7: <laughs> and now
3: he can't get out the wetsuit.
2: suit.
3: You know, so I think what we need to do is okay. paint a shirt on the wetsuit and a bow tie. <laughs> paint it on there <laughs> and just let it go on <laughs> 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 yeah. Just that call means... it that's how his tucks look for the anniversary. It's that tight. Skin tight Skin tight.
7: Yes, Jesus. Lord. Full of songs today. <laughs> all right, Pastor. Uh, yes. Here's yes. another situation, Pastor. The winning number of last week's church raffles are 1, 37, 22, 48, and 9. You are the winner. However, however Deacon Rice stole hear the all numbers. the money.
3: Uh, I didn't hear the numbers.
7: Oof. I'm sorry. 1, 37, 22, Forty-eight and nine. That are that's the that's the winning numbers, Pat. What is
4: that? I don't know. Is that a lie okay. Are you sure
7: so yeah. what is you, you have? i'm um, one m I 137, 22 48 and 9. Do you have these numbers? I don't know how you got the
2: numbers. What? <laughs>
7: Look at him. What <laughs> was
3: that? <laughs> got to be more. How much did Jack for, Deacon?
7: Uh, supposedly it got up to 7500 this this uh, time around.
3: My Pastor. Lord. My Lord,
7: my Lord, what a blessing.
3: <laughs> what a blessing it is. 7500
7: you're not a, allowed to win. <laughs>
4: Dude, if you I got the t- winning t- ticket, how the hell I ain't allowed to win? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen, thank you. Uh, we got to move on here. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment. I see you ain't had no response for that. <laughs> entertainment and national news on the way right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, last night, guys, was the season premiere, finally, finally, of power. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to do a spoiler alert or anything like that and tell anything, or we might tell a little bit. Okay, we do want you to know. Uh, well, let's ask it this way. Who told 50 Cent to change the opening theme song? Nobody. I don't Big know. Ri- we love <laughs> Big Rich Town by Joe. Yeah. We lo- that let us know that it was time for power. We yes. could sing along with it. Trey Songz tried to make a love song. <laughs> it's
1: the same song, but he kind of remixed yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah, now Trey Songz is doing Rich it. the show. It, it does. Really does, Big Rich it Town. Ditched. It really yeah. does. He it
0: jokes. He made it, he Joe. Made it I, think,
3: I think he heard that Floyd Mayweather liked the song. That's why he changed <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> oh, you liking this?
4: <laughs> we would really, I mean, nothing against Trey songs Nothing. No, 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 nothing Trey. against no. it. But we like the original song with Joe.
2: Yes. Oh. When it, it came back. on, I thought
4: I had the wrong show. Yes. <laughs> I know.
6: <laughs> like, That's what Big at the TV. Rich just fits the whole narrative of the show. I and mean, Joe, yeah. I mean, you know it's
1: your song.
0: show, 50 Cent.
6: Don't, don't text
1: me. It's the same or Big like Rich song, though, Jay. It's the same yeah. song. It's just, it's yeah. just Trey it's, singing. It's, it's, tracing. Been bad it's and at just Trey singing. It's got
0: something to do with Joe.
4: Joe. Joe was just so smooth with it, though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Yeah. I mean, Nothing uh, against, against Trey Song. Maybe attract the younger audience than Joe? What do you think? Maybe. Are
5: they maybe. the Same. It's maybe. season six. <laughs> we <laughs> already got the audience.
3: All the way out, <laughs> no, you man. you still want
6: to attract the young? Maybe I don't know. Uh, that's fifty Aren't they cents. The same, well, man, who, you, who you and think Trey?
3: tuning in to hear the song? <laughs> yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> that's fifty cents thinking. I don't know, <laughs> Nobody's going. Oh, wait till you hit a song. I
4: don't, <laughs> but, no, but we are talking about it. <laughs>
6: yeah,
4: that's true. <laughs> all, right. Oh, all right. Well, I guess we'll have to live with oh, it now. Man. All right, in other entertainment news, the MTV VMAs uh, are tonight in Newark, New Jersey. We want to give a big, big shout-out to Missy Elliott. Uh, tonight, she will receive the Video Vanguard Award. Uh, Missy is the first female rapper to ever receive this award. Oh Yeah, yeah, that is major, major. That is major, and I'm so glad she's getting yeah. her due. She's getting she recognized. She made some great videos. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, she did. That's good. She, yeah. she was a game-changer. Also,
3: yeah. uh-huh. but also, Shirley, let me send a shout-out to Newark, New Jersey. Oh, uh-huh.
4: Because okay. they be
3: putting it down up there, man. It's, it's some real good people, and they get a bad rap, so I think it's real big that they having it up there in Newark. Did so yeah, like big that. ups yeah. to yeah, Newark, cool. New Jersey, man, all them cold people up there. Right on. Cory
4: Booker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, Cory. Uh-huh. What's up, Cory? Uh-huh. <laughs> what's up, Cory? Samoa's from New Jersey, isn't
2: she? Yeah, she's from New Jersey. Oh, okay. All right.
3: Okay. Yeah, see, that's when yeah. people start claiming
4: yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, when something yeah. good, yeah. <laughs> Queen Latifah's from
1: Newark? Mm-hmm. What's up, Queen?
4: <laughs> Tommy with the shout-outs. All right, other performers uh, on the VMAs Tommy, include... Tommy, you from Newark, ain't you? What
3: up, Tommy? Oh, you know where I'm
4: at. <laughs> y- shout <laughs> yourself you out. i trying to help you out. Shout yourself out. <laughs> oh, my bad. What's up, Tommy? <laughs> other performers include Big Sean, her, uh, Normani, and uh, Taylor Normandy. Swift. Or Normani. And uh, Taylor Swift, also Lil Nas X Taylor and Swift? Lizzo. Really? No. Yes,
3: Lizzo. Taylor, Taylor, Swift, Taylor Swift Bet not sang that Earth, Wind & Fire remix.
6: <laughs> September, September. ain't nothing you can do about she that. She don't, don't sing it. Man. <laughs> no, she's moved
2: on, I'm sure.
4: Yeah, she has a brand new, new she a brand new yeah, album out now. Yeah, a brand new album. Yeah, she just album. dropped it Friday. Okay. And uh, some of the presenters include uh, members of the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team, Billy Ray Cyrus, Ice-T, John Travolta, Kiki Palmer, Megan V Stallion, okay. Uh, Rick, Rick Ross, and Salt and Pepper, okay. M. MTV VMAs tonight. All right,
2: you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, so Steve, you hear Jay? He's back, feeling pretty good today, <laughs> kicking cancer's butt, which is what yeah. we love. Oh, My man. Oh, man,
2: fighting it. Yeah, Look at his ass.
4: yeah. But he's Look at here today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's here today. Not only tell us that he's feeling well and and he's good and everything, but today he's also here to tell us, Steve. Um, I think the whole room is going to be shocked by this, and yeah. everyone listening. Uh, yeah. <laughs> why he might need a wife. A what? Steve, a what? Who? Tell us, Jay. I might. Hold up. Wait
6: a minute. Yeah, listen to me, man. Jay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't mark us down nowhere, but my life no, is together. I'm pretty... writing it. <laughs> yeah. My life is not together. Let me tell you why, Steve. I looked in my kitchen oh. drawer. I've got one damn fork. I yeah. have, Steve, I have three spoons. A wife wouldn't let this happen. No. I have a butcher knife that's dull. All my cups yeah. are from Papa John's. I don't have a. <laughs> Steve, yeah. my life is gone to hell. I don't have a can yeah. opener. What? I, what? I have uh-huh. a wine opener with the two arms. One arm is broken. Steve, I need help. Okay? Yeah. I, Uh-oh. Yeah. What? I have some soft okay. from six months ago. <laughs> They're as no. soft as bread. There's, yeah. I, I have. Get this now. I have ketchup. Mustard mm-hmm. and honey, mm-hmm. uh-huh. but okay. they're in little condiment packs. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might have to do this, Steve. I have something in my refrigerator. I have no idea what it is. I don't even know what that is. It's in there. Been there for a while. I have one pillow. It's flat. <laughs> Two sheets. <laughs>
2: he got a flat You
0: pillow. need help. Yeah,
6: uh-huh. you need help. <laughs> you need help. Two sheets that are mismatched, all right? All right. <laughs> <laughs> I have one white, one blue, one red. I just have towels. I wash in the shower and I just dry off with towels. I have no face cloths, none at what? all. I, I have, oh Steve, what? I have no you toilet paper. I have no wet wipes. No, so- I have no oh, light bulbs. Oh,
3: dog, you need a wife, boy.
6: <laughs> uh oh. Okay. You ain't got no wet wipes.
3: You need a wife. Mm-hmm. No toilet tissue. Yeah, yeah. You already ain't got no okay, face towels. Okay, what are you wiping yourself with? Half time? I'm scared to ask. I'm
2: scared
4: to know, Steve. You got a
2: I, you gotta
3: I do you have. To, you, you don't I need have to do food. laundry. You need to burn all your.
4: They
3: <laughs> 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 you need to do what? <laughs> you need to burn. You take all your towels out there. That's a shame. All your, all your. Body, anything that and
6: burn it. <laughs> I have a bunch of soaps, shampoos, and conditioners, and mouthwash, basketfuls. Got them from hotels, so I need a wife. Oh, That's Carol.
3: You need a wife, Jay. It's time to come on in, dog. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's time Jay. Time to yeah, come Jay. on in. Come on, Jay. Come
2: oh, on, big ass
3: house you got in that one damn fault.
4: All right, wow, Jay. Woo. Can't can't wait for the wedding. All right, uh, thank you. Coming up at 34 after the hour, uh, Steve Harvey's top 50 R&B singers from the last 50 years. Right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Today is Music Monday. So, Steve, there was a uh, music poll. It was trending on social media while you were uh, out on vacay. And the question was, who are the top R&B artists slash singers from the last 50? 50 years, five zero, fifty 50 years. So, Steve, people are commenting saying they wanted to hear who was on your list because, of course, everyone knows you know music and you have, you know, who, such an who affinity of the for it. some people
3: they had on this list that was a question? Uh, did they go from, from 50 on up or they just made a collection of them?
1: Just a collection of R&B singers, and it was some singers from now, too. You mm-hmm. know, so people were like, who is that? Who is that? From so, them. you know. From now, <laughs> I knew it. I knew <laughs> it. See, see give right us there. your see? list. Yeah. Yes. Just, yeah. just, just, go
4: with your yes. list. Because <laughs> I don't want to. No, 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 okay.
3: no, no, no. Just okay. give me some examples. Give me oh. some examples. So, and I ain't gonna shade them, up, but I'm gonna tell the truth.
4: Well, from now, uh, okay, uh, let's throw Johnny Gill out there. Great singer. Johnny can Gill can sing. can sing. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, so there you, know. you
1: go. What well, I had Trey no. Songs on the list. What? Well, he must be
0: good. On the fifty.
4: Oh, it might be good. He's see, sing he's singing the theme song to the power. That's, that's what, the That ain't got nothing to
3: do with the 50. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why people
4: me. wanted Steve's.
3: Yeah. List. All cool right, well. here we go. Yeah. Come on. Come on, let's go. Now this this ain't uh, this is without me giving it no thought. So uh-huh. I'm gonna miss some people. Yeah but I'm gonna just it. try to mm-hmm. give you the top ones. Okay. Reetha Franklin.
4: Yes, yeah. Sir. What? Yes.
3: You gotta put the diva of all divas on that, Diana, Diana Ross. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cannot have this list. Okay. Then Whitney mm-hmm. is the greatest female vocalist mm-hmm. of all times. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Then you got to put Anita Baker on there yeah. because no yeah. female here, singer has meant more to me song-wise than Anita Baker. Now y'all ain't yeah. gonna understand this, but trust me, I know what I'm talking about. That damn Shaw Day. Oh yeah. yeah. You know what you want to feel, but that heifer right there set the tone. Is it a crime? <laughs> that <laughs> that you just came That away. I still want you, <laughs> and I want you to want me too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Let's get uh-huh. Phyllis Hyman. On the list. Okay. I'm just right. doing yeah. Let's go yeah. deep. Right, yeah. 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 On, now man. on this list mm-hmm. on. you wanna talk best female artist. If you wanna go current, you can put Mary J. Blige on that list. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah. On that list. She's on the list. Okay.
1: okay. I found the Queen list. of oh. Hip
3: Hop Soul. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Now come on. You still digging around in there? Come on. You you mm. you in some trouble now. You gotta start up. putting it now, not now. We gotta start lacing it with Al Green.
2: Yeah, you mm-hmm. got to come in with Barry okay, here we White, come. Here we come. Teddy. You
3: yeah. got to come in there with Peebo Bryson. Oh yeah, you got to come in there with the King of Luther. Whoa, you yes. got to come up in there, here we come. And, and and you got and and you got to set it down, Marvin Gaye. Okay, here we go. see now we full time not yeah, playing right Right, 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 right. 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 Now you sitting up playing. in here, right. <laughs> and, oh. and 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 you looking at vocalists like uh, come, come on. on, Steve. Come on, they they come. come it oh, they yeah. Like to the Justin. lady. Oh, they had Justin you Bieber got on this go. list. You got Justin, what? Justin who? I, Eddie Lambert, the greatest male lead tenor with Ron Isley of any group of all time. What? Not mm-hmm. to mention the vocal skills of Maurice White and Philip Bailey. Oh Baby. yes. Oh yes, got that. Oh, yes. Right, here we go. Yes. Here we go. Yeah. You must not forget okay. about the awesome and incredible soulful sound of the one and only Frankie Beverly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Go back to Come the ladies, on. Come on. Steve. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Let's Come go on. back to the ladies. Let Shaka. me see. Shaka. You go- oh, oh, yeah, Shaka. Hell. Come on. Shaka Khan yes. 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 quit Definitely. playing. Yes. yes. These heifers. Or blow you out the water. <laughs> come on. These
5: helpers. They, Let's they mess around with
3: these grown-ass <laughs> women yeah. singing. Yeah, here we yeah. come. Yeah. Come on, come Yeah. On. Knock your socks off. Gladys Knight. Yeah. Patty, Patty. 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 Yes. Patty. Yes. Yes. Got to put yes. them on yes. there. Yes. Here yes. we come, though. We ain't yes. talking album sales. We talking about best vocals mm-hmm. of all what time. Gladys, Steve? What about Gladys, What you about Gladys? soul. I didn't hear
6: him. Didn't yeah. him.
3: Gladys is a crusher. Yeah. Come on. Full-blown crusher. Here we come. Come on. And tomorrow I have, how many ideas you say? Tommy, how many, how many I've done About so far?
0: 17, 18. You, you said Ron Isley, then you added some people. You didn't say Taylor Swift. <laughs> you did not say you got 18. And you're not gonna sit here and
6: disrespect <laughs> I Taylor ain't sitting here but
4: eighteen people. Yeah. Go to Steve Harvey FM Taylor on Instagram. Swift. Post your comments on Steve's <laughs> list. Part two coming up tomorrow. Coming up next, though, it's the nephew with today's prank phone call. That's right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey morning show.
4: Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after it's my strawberry letter for today's subject. My best friend is is just trying to help out. Uh, but right now, nephew Tommy is here with today's... Hold on, hey Shirley. Yes, Steve.
3: Now y'all surprised me with this list. Uh huh. But tomorrow I'm finna get
4: off in y'all back. Oh, you mean the <laughs> greatest R and B uh, singers yeah. and artists? Yeah. yeah. The yeah. fifty greatest. Oh, I'm
3: finna work on it. Okay. I'm gonna okay. do my
4: own fifty. Well, people want to hear good. your opinion. They do. Yeah. They oh, want to hear your
3: Tommy list. said I did about seventeen, eighteen. Okay. But mm-hmm. I tell you what, though. Why you you let me put together 32, my 32, 33
4: more to go. r mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> singers. What? <laughs> I can't wait till you get to us though, Uncle. You well, get to us. Somebody knew. <laughs> well, Jay was adamant about Taylor Smith, be- yeah. Taylor Swift being on the list. Oh. Now Johnny Beast. Gill. Yeah. Johnny Gill,
3: I can accept him. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Of course. I can accept Johnny can you- Gill.
6: Can you yeah. accept Bobby? Of course.
3: Mm. No.
6: Oh, is it just you me? Can't, you can't. <laughs> just me? No. Bobby Brown. No. Bobby Brown's a bad no. boy. No. They don't. Steve.
0: They don't need. Yeah. yeah. No. My prerogative. How about no? How about Fantasia? Oh
6: yeah.
0: I loved oh, his yeah. stylings, but not uh-huh. as a, a singer, singer though. Mm. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Okay. He's a performer and a stylish, but not a singer. He gonna get to us oh, in a minute, okay. Though. So you
1: are going on vocals yeah. and lyrics? Yeah. 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 Just put the I'm together. I'm going oh. on the
3: truth.
9: <laughs> As you see it Got it
3: Yeah Alright, come prank, on I'm not gonna be lying Cause I Look, I'm not finna lie call we friends
6: <laughs> well, This go. ain't the who I like list <laughs> what, about, what about Okay, what about
4: What about baby
1: things Way J, way J We gotta get to the nephew We gotta get
4: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Alright, look Nephew is here With today's prank phone call What you got for us, nephew? 6
0: to 10 6 to 10 That's it right there 6 to 10 Let's go, cat dog
9: Hello? Hello, I'm trying to speak to a Latrenda, please. This is Latrenda.
8: Who is hey, this?
9: Um, uh, hey you work at the sandwich shop?
8: Yes I do. Who is this?
9: Okay, was you there did you work last Wednesday like from six to I guess six to close? Yeah, I work every
8: Wednesday. Yeah, who who
9: is this? Hey my name is Ralph, uh and I I I basically um uh, uh you know, looked around to try and get your phone number. I got a bit of a complaint.
8: Right. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, you calling me with a complaint on my cell phone? Who gave you my number?
9: Uh, I've done the research to get your number, ma'am. And what I'm calling you about is, while I was in there getting a sandwich and eating, I'm realizing that you came out of the bathroom without washing your hands. And when
8: First of all, you need to be calling the corporate headquarters if you got a complaint. Or you call that 800 number on the back of your receipt. Don't be calling my cell phone. Whoever gave you gave you my cell phone, I'm a whoop, they a-
9: Hey, listen, listen. The problem is, is that you coming out not washing your hands. No,
8: no. The problem, I don't never come out and not wash my hands. First of all, i been uh, working. This, I've been working there for three years. Okay. Don't be coming to me with no bullshit, that I hadn't came out and not washed my hands. I guess
9: you ain't been washing your d- hands for no d- three years, and you 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 coming out, you know, unsanitizing this way. You treating people. Hold on, food. hold
8: on. Don't first of all, don't be calling my phone talking about I I ain't washed my hands. Like I said, I've been there three years. I've been employer of the month six times. Don't be coming to me with none of this bull****. I don't know like how you employee you know? of
9: the month. You must be the nasty employer of the month because you're coming out. You're not washing your hands. I saw you scratch your f- head. and your face,
8: this? And you who ain't putting
9: this? no <laughs> gloves on. Who he- I always put
8: gloves on my hands. You ain't have no gloves on there last Wednesday. I don't know the- who the hell you think you are, but don't be calling my phone with this bull- you need to be calling headquarters if you got a complaint.
9: I tell you what, I'm going to call headquarters. I'm coming there tomorrow to see if you're going to be up in there with some gloves on or you're going to come, come out there to, out of the bathroom again with the same thing. Come no. on up
8: there. I'm going to be there from 6 to close, 6 to close. And I bet you if you come up there tomorrow, I'm going to make a d- sandwich out your d- You're going to do what? I'm going to make a d- sandwich out your d-
9: Who you think you're talking to?
8: Yo, you said your name was Ralph, right? Don't be calling my phone with this d-
9: Hey, let me tell you something. All I'm saying to you is this right here. If I come up in there tomorrow and find out you ain't got them gloves on, you're gonna mess around and get whooped. All uh, right, you
8: gonna whoop my You gonna whoop my my six to ten b i am gonna be up there from six to ten and I ain't gonna call nobody. I ain't calling my brothers, my cousins, my
9: uncles or nothing. I'm gonna whoop your by myself. Excuse Thank me, you, you me. gonna
8: you, 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 you you're finna try to take on a man? I'ma whoop your by myself. That's what I said.
9: You need to get your little nasty behind in the bathroom and wash your hands, six and to keep ten, and put a or put six one of them nets ten, on your hands so you don't become coming there and people food like that.
8: Bring your on up there, six to ten. You know where I work, six to ten, and I'm gonna whoop your. B-s. Who do you think you're talking to? I don't even know who the b- you are, but I'ma know you tomorrow. I'ma know you tomorrow. Bring your. B- on up there, six to ten, and I'm gonna whoop your. I'm coming up there tomorrow. Come on, come I'm on, coming oh. up there
9: tomorrow. Matter of fact, I'm gonna show you how to be sanitized. I'm gonna be with some gloves on. Do you hear me?
8: You're gonna be my, and you steady talking about whooping my. That's cool. Bring your up there, and we're gonna see who's gonna get they whooped. What kind of man is you, anyways, to be talking about fighting a woman? You a. You a what, what you call me? A. Bee? I'm coming up there to see
9: you tomorrow. Is you going to be ready when I get up there?
8: What kind of You anyway, you going to call up here and tell me that you're going to fight a female over some hand wash. Bring your here and I'm going to show you what it is. 6 to 10. I'm going to be here at 6. Matter of fact, I'm going to be here at 5.45. Bring your up here at 5 o'clock in and I'm going to whoop your Who do you think you're talking to? I don't give a time to, talk to you. bring you up for tomorrow six to ten you gonna see you're gonna see what's up I got I one more thing to, say, more to, say, to say to you before I come up
9: there tomorrow
8: your you got to say I don't care I'm gonna you and say that I got I got one more thing I need to what? say
9: what? listen what you to me to
8: what are you listening what what this
9: is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey morning show
8: I'm who you you say who? <laughs> <laughs> <This is> what <laughs>
9: Hey, this Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You man. just got pranked by your co worker.
8: Man, you, man. See, man, y'all got me, man. <laughs> That's all right. 6 to 10 tomorrow, I got something for her. She's going to have to watch her back every hour. Every hour on the hour. I got something for her. I ain't going to hurt her, but I- I'm definitely going to do it in tomorrow. Believe that.
9: Was you ready, though?
8: I was, hell yeah. I was going to whoop the <laughs> go, Man. <laughs> You don't even know what you had in store for you. You are gonna have your uncle's gonna pull me off and that probably wouldn't have been enough either.
9: <laughs> hey, I got one more thing to ask you, baby girl. What What's is what is the baddest radio station in the land?
8: You already know the Steve Harvey morning show. You <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> play too much. Okay. <laughs>
0: Little droppers, you know, a couple drops of stupid for y'all this uh-huh. morning on top of the rest of it, but that's 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 all I want to do. Drop, sprinkle my stupid here and there, wherever y'all need it. That's what I'm here for. Wow. Okay.
4: Well, you sprinkled a lot of it. That's all I gotta you, you say. You laid
6: it on pretty heavy.
0: Overflow. <laughs> I'm gonna sprinkle, I'm gonna sprinkle <laughs> some Friday and Saturday, Bethesda Blues and Jazz Supper Club. That's this weekend. This Labor Day weekend. Come in case y'all don't know that. Yeah. This Friday. This Saturday. Just about Soul out. Got four shows, baby. Two Friday. Two Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, little little blues,
4: little jazz, little supper,
0: and he, a little Tommy.
4: He gets mad, Steve, when Jay plays the harmonica. He thinks Jay is trying yeah, to take well, that, his shine.
0: Yeah, that's the blues. But
4: he, <laughs> but he thinks Jay is trying to I'm, take his shine. At the
0: super club. <laughs> Jay don't come to rehearsal. That's the problem. <laughs> All
4: right, I'm so- done. Finish up, nephew.
0: <laughs> I'm done. But that's the blues and jazz. I'll be there this weekend, Friday and Saturday. Two shows Friday, two Saturday. Got a few tickets left, but I'm just about sold out. Because that's what I be doing. Little blues, little jazz, little supper. And I even might have Jay come out and play a harmonica.
4: Yeah, <laughs> take us out,
0: Jay. Will you? Thank you.
4: All right, nephew. <laughs> thank you. Up next, it's the strawberry letter subject. My best friend is just trying to help out. We'll get into it right after this.
2: Oh, Lord. You're listening listen, to the listen, Steve listen, Harvey listen. Morning Show.
4: Time now for today's strawberry letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please, please submit your strawberry letter to Steve Harvey FM and click submit strawberry letter. All right. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to be reading this one right here, right now, Love today. It. Yeah. Buckle up. <laughs> Hold on tight. We got
0: it for you. Here it is the strawberry letter.
4: Subject, my best friend is is just trying to help out. Dear Stephen Shirley, I have been married to my husband for eight years, and we have a five-year-old and a two-year-old daughter. My husband has five other kids, not including the two we have together. Yes, I know this is a lot of kids. However, I want to try for another baby next year. I am 32 and he is 40, and he says he is too old to, to have more kids. I don't have a son and would like to try for a son. I always told him I wanted to have three children. We don't have sex because he says he doesn't want to get me pregnant. And if we do have sex, he buys me the Plan B pill to avoid any possible pregnancies. I even asked if we can adopt and he still said no. I am starting to resent my husband, and this is causing a strain on our relationship because I want another baby. We are financially stable enough to have another baby. I confided in my best friend, who happens to be a man, and uh, he offered me his sperm. As you know, he would donate the sperm, and sex would not be involved. When I told my husband about my best friend's offer, he flipped out and was highly upset. He said that would be committing a sin, breaking the vows of marriage, and he would not accept the baby as his child. He also said he would divorce me if I even brought it up again. I think it is very unfair because he won't give me another baby. It's my body, and if I want another baby, I should be able to get pregnant and have another baby. Am I wrong here? Please help. Well, you know, you're both wrong, Um, and and I'll tell you why. You for going to another man outside of your marriage um, to get another baby. I mean, that's not the way you do it. And, of course, your husband is wrong for just shutting you out, not even hearing of your requests, for being so mean and close-minded about you. You're his wife. He should be you know, compassionate and understanding as to how you feel. Um, I, I get that he already has five children in addition to the two uh, daughters that you guys have together. But um, you have to talk and you should have talked to each other before you got here to this place. Uh, he, <laughs> he's only 40. And while he may he may say that's too old, it, it's not too old. I think it's just that he is tired of having kids. Seven kids, you said it in the letter. That's a lot of kids by any one standard. Seven kids is a lot of kids. You say you're financially stable enough to have a lot of ki- to have more kids, but, you know. Th- <sighs> If your husband doesn't want to have kids, you guys have to be on the same page as far as it's concerned. You, on the other hand, are only 32. You're still young enough. You're, you're, You're perfectly within your rights to want more children and to try for a boy if that's what you want. But you can't do it with this husband because he's not interested. You guys have a major issue in your marriage. I don't see how you can come to an agreement or a compromise. I really don't. He doesn't want any more children. He doesn't want any more children. You do. Period. Okay, period. <laughs> you hear? I, I think I can confidently, confidently say this, that um, if you do have another child, it, it won't be with your current husband unless you trick him or trap him or something like that. Uh, and if you go to your best friend... Uh, and get his sperm, you're going to be done with this marriage. This marriage is practically over anyway because of your husband's rules. He doesn't want another kid. You do. He won't accept the baby as his own if if you have another one. He doesn't want to adopt. You have no options here. You have no options here. Steve? Well, Shirley,
3: I have a different take on this. I believe that she does have options, and I'll tell you why as soon as y'all ask me. Why, Steve? Uh she been married to her husband mm-hmm. for 8 years. And they got a 5-year-old and a 2-year-old together. They both girls. My husband has 5 other kids not including the other the two we have together. Now let's stop right here. Here go the whole damn problem right here. It's them 5 other damn kids. <laughs> this is the reason He's struggling with another one. So don't take it personal. It ain't you. It's them damn other ones. (laughs) That's where the problem come in. We don't know where they strolled all out at. They could be citywide, (laughs) statewide,
2: Statewide.
3: (laughs) countrywide. They may be global, international. We don't know. But this is a lot of money. Now, if he 40, I'm assuming he started having kids around 2018, maybe. That means he's still paying child
0: support. Yes, he is. Uh.
3: That's where he don't want no more kids. See, y'all may be financially stable, but that child support choking, homie. <laughs> that's your problem right there. Now, you say, yes, I know that's a lot of kids, but you want to try for another one because you're 32 and he's 40. He say he's too old to have more kids. That's not true. You can have more kids past 40. Now, you don't got a boy and you want a boy. And always you always told him you wanted three kids. And now y'all ain't having sex because he said he don't want to get me pregnant. If we do have sex, he buy me the plan B pill to avoid any possible pregnancy. And you take the damn pill? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what this man make <laughs> buying a pill, making you take it, standing there,
4: watch you swallow it. This ain't no marriage. Mm-mm. All right, hang on to that thought, Steve. Um, we have more. Uh, We'll have part two of your response when we come back at 23 after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, my best friend is just trying to help out here. Okay? We'll get back into it right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, Steve, let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject, my best friend is just trying to help out. Yeah, you got this
3: husband you have been married to. Y'all got two kids, but he got five other kids. You want another baby because you want to try for a boy. You 32, he 40. He say he too old to have kids. You told him when y'all got married, y'all want to have three kids. He say he ain't having it, and y'all don't hardly have sex because he don't want to get you pregnant. Then when you do have sex, he buy a pill, the Plan B pill, and make you take it to avoid any possible pregnancies. You asked this fool, could you adopt, and he still said no. I'm starting to resent you my husband is causing a strain on our relationship because you want another baby. Now, you say you're financially stable. Now, here's the problem. You went to your best friend, who happens to be a man. He offered his sperm. All right, let's stop right
2: here.
3: Anybody got a problem with this here? yeah most yeah. men will offer yeah. sperm, <laughs>
4: sperm donor. I, yeah.
3: most men i know is willing to offer sperm i don't that that's where the term sperm donor came from
4: <laughs> matter of fact
3: we like giving it up so much we'll give it to people we don't know <laughs> <But> <laughs> we don't even have to care about you yeah. <laughs> We have extra. <laughs> we want to donate it to you. Mm-hmm. Now, your damn best friend who is a man then told you that he'll offer you his sperm. And then, as you said in the letter, as you know, he would donate the sperm and sex would not be involved. Lady, don't know that. that's what he said. Yeah. But he your best friend because he's attracted to you. And now he's so attracted to you, he said, i donate my sperm. He been wanting to say this all along. This just a topic that then came up. And you said, as you know, he would donate the sperm and sex would not be involved. Well, sex might not be involved. But you're going to have to get that sperm, though. Hello. Mm. The church, say amen. Amen Amen. amen <laughs> you might not have that. But you got to get it. And you can't leave it where it is to have it. Got to come out. Hello. Mm-hmm. Man. Now, Amen. Now, how you think we going to get it out <laughs> of the little house he live in? Are you serious <laughs> right now? <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. Something got to happen. You stop all this. He, we don't have to have sex. We going to have something. Mm. Mm. Now, then your crazy ass went in the house, told your husband, about your best friend's offer. Your husband flipped, mm-hmm. was highly upset. He said this would be committing a sin. Sound like it to me because he ain't real sure what he mean by he want to donate some sperm. Because your husband got a real good idea of what donating sperm mean.
2: Hmm.
3: You'd be breaking the vows of the marriage because all he says, all he is you having sex or getting that sperm donated some kind of way and said he would not accept the child as his. Hell, it ain't. It ain't his baby. It's your best friend's baby. He also said he'd divorce you if you bought it up again. Now, you think it's very unfair because he won't give me another baby. It's my body, and if I want another baby, I should be able to get pregnant and have a baby. Lady, you are 100% correct. Now, Shirley said this right here, it won't be with this dude right here unless you just go on and have sex with your husband and quit taking that damn pill. Then you're going to have a baby. Then what are you going to do? But then guess what? Don't nobody really want to have a baby with somebody that don't want a baby, but it happens all the time. And you can act like some women and go, well, he'll grow to love the child. He might, but he might quit loving you, though. Because he will be resentful. Because he done sold all his wild oats with all these other chicks and got these five other kids. Now he want to shut it down and you done told him you want three. You should be able to get pregnant and have a baby. But Shirley's right. Probably won't be with this dude right here. Am I wrong here? Please help. Well, if you want to have another baby and he don't, you're going to have to go have another baby. And you do have the right. But I think you told your husband you wanted three kids in the beginning. Now, somewhere along the line, this child support whooping his ass, he don't see it. So now he is issuing an ultimatum. But the biggest mistake you made was this sperm donor conversation with your husband. Because now he got a platform to stand on that ain't got nothing to do with the pregnancy or the baby. Now, he didn't use this divorce to really shut you down. It's a cold trick pulling on you, but it's working because you done wrote in a letter. So, I don't know what to tell you, ma'am, but it don't look like you'll be having a baby with your husband.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: And don't leave your husband for your best friend. <gasps>
4: Please. And do
3: not take your best friend's sperm.
0: And you loan me some sperm to I get on my <laughs>
4: That's, That's all she not- Hey, you loan me some spur so I get on All right, look. My I'll pay out. you back. All right, Steve, thank you. Oh, you can post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter on Instagram and Facebook at Steve Harvey FM. I swear and to God, I'll give it right back. Don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 after the I know hour, you got it. <laughs> the hashtag Chicken Sandwich Wars Popeyes versus Chick fil A. Oh, my goodness, trending all weekend. We'll talk about it right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Okay, Steve, Popeye's released their new chicken sandwich nationwide, okay? So now, for some reason, it's Popeye's versus the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. They're in a big war now, okay? (laughs) Everyone has been debating over whose combination of bun, chicken, and pickles makes the best sandwich. The memes are out of control on social media about the chicken sandwich war. It's like... <laughs> the best we've ever seen. Okay, our very own Jay Anthony Brown what? was in a meme <laughs> using one of his scenes as a band director in the movie Drumline. Drumline okay,
2: right.
4: <laughs> tell <laughs> us about it, Jay. <laughs> they use a meme where I'm
6: in the band up there directing the band, and I turn around and do the you know the cover the mouth uh-huh, smile. Uh-huh, I uh-huh. think Popeyes use that against churches. So, against Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. I meant yeah, to say yeah. Chick Fil A. Used it against. Wow, uh, yeah. this is crazy. This is
3: crazy. I'm out of the country, so I haven't seen it. Oh, it's, big. It. it's, it's big. big. It's big. It's huge! I have to send you one. On. Epic! on social media. Oh, well, let yeah. me say on
1: your phone. Go ahead.
3: I have not had the Popeye's uh, chicken sandwich. Chicken sandwich. Uh, Burger uh-huh. King. Uh-huh. Who, Whose chicken sandwich is Popeye's. It's Popeye's. Popeyes. Correct. yeah. Popeye's. Popeyes. Correct. I haven't had Popeye's chicken sandwich. So let me just start right there.
6: Uh-huh. I have hay. That damn shit is <laughs> yes.
3: Lord, Lord, Lord. I don't see how you can beat that sandwich. Yeah. Now, I'm going to get involved. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I don't see how you can beat that sandwich. Now, Jay was talking about it off air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Jay, what do you say Hope you hope?
6: Happens? I just hope this many people who are standing in line to get a damn chicken sandwich mm-hmm. will be the same people standing in line to vote. Come on now. Oh, come <laughs> on, Jay. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: 2020. Know, if standing
6: in line to get a damn chicken sandwich, mm-hmm. stand in line to vote. How about stand in line to PTA meetings? How about that?
3: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. seriously, man, if we yeah. took. The this voting energy. of judges and mm-hmm. senators and congressmen, yes, and and, 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 and all these county commissioners. Mm-hmm. If we took that as serious as this, we could actually change something. Come on, yes, we, we could, could. Be interesting. Yes, a lot of stuff. yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Y'all want to do chicken wars? Let's do some voting, let's make yeah. some changes. You know, just local elections. About
6: let's, yeah, Popeyes did Steve. throw a curveball
0: there. You know, the people in that chicken
6: land don't even know who their senators and representatives are. No
0: no idea. What
4: what were you saying, Tommy?
0: I said, Popeye's threw a curveball and said, you can get chicken over here on Sunday if you want to. We got it over here for you on Sunday when you get out of church.
4: (laughs) All right, listen, coming up at the top of the hour, guys. uh, Trending sports talk, the Indianapolis Coats quarterback Andrew Luck announced his retirement and uh, Coats fans booed him. We'll talk about it, Junior. <laughs> Coming up right after this.
2: You're listening <laughs> to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Wow. We got to talk about this, Junior. Uh, Junior's here with Sports Talk. Uh, we, what is going on in the NFL NFL uh, this season?
5: I have no idea. <laughs> Antonio me. Brown helmet <laughs> issue. Yeah. He got denied a second time. Then all of a sudden now, we have uh, Indianapolis Colts quarterback, andrew luck retiring at 29 in the middle of his prime wow 29 29 Whoa. years Very old young, man yeah. he just retired he just up and just said i can't do it he said he's mentally fatigued mm. uh he has a lot of physical is- uh, injuries like his ankles are swollen shoulders calf injuries and even a lacerated kidney oh, and he wow. says he's had blood in his urine so and then they don't even care in the You they mean the fans the fans booed him at the game oh that's cold yeah, they booed them at the game when they were playing against the Bears. They just up and up started booing. But I understand why the fans is booing. You do? Because their Super Bowl chances went out the window.
4: Oh, oh. <laughs>
3: that
5: That's it. Yeah. So they knew quarterback now is going to be Jacoby Percet. That's their backup quarterback now. He's going to have to be the guy. Mm-hmm. But at twenty. So let me ask
3: you something. What's up, Pop? Yeah. So the Indianapolis Colts fans are booing mm-hmm. because their Super Bowl chances have gone out the window. hmm So they would rather have... The Super Bowl chances remain and let this guy's chance of having a long, healthy Healthy. life go out the window on earth. You think that Super Bowl ring supersedes his living a long, healthy life to play with his kids? He's only 29. Sounds like it, Steve. You know, man, you can't boo. Football's a violent sport, man. I don't think people understand Mm -hmm. what these guys how all of them play injured week after week yeah. after week. The toll it takes and how body. damaging this game is to them. Mm-hmm. You know we've talked about concussions. Mm-hmm. Will Smith did a movie about it. Yeah, this mm-hmm. stuff is real, man, in the NFL. And I applaud a guy who wants to live longer more than he wants to play the game. Right. Of mm-hmm. football, and you should and respect be healthy. That. Mm-hmm. You know, he wanted to play. They say his uh, his uh, retirement was emotional, and fans start booing. That's crazy.
2: Yeah,
3: that's it, that don't make no damn
4: sense. Very.
3: So, what you want him to do? You you want to wait till he can't walk? Right,
5: mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. right, right. And the Colts are gonna let him keep his twenty four point five million
2: dollars
1: because he, he still had not. time on his contract. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. He still had time on his contract, but you could see when that press conference. Uh, he thanked his wife and his family, and he said that Steve. He said that verbatim that the NFL just long term doesn't provide him, let him live the life that he wants to live, and live a lifestyle that he wants to have, and you know, getting beat up every Sunday. <laughs> and, you know, and it's just, right.
4: And you think that wasn't a hard decision for him to make? Yes. To quit the game right. that he loves. Absolutely you know? it's yeah. a hard
5: decision. You know, yeah. but you know, a lot of
3: these players—they're comedians.
6: Yeah, go ahead, Steve. I
3: know comedians that got mm-hmm. out the game because they just couldn't handle them bad sex they was having. I know,
6: you know comedians that should get out sex. the game now, Steve. They should get out yeah, now. They should get Right We're a sport, we're, we're a too.
3: <laughs> Yeah, you up on stage and you ain't getting no damn laughs. Get, Get out, the out the of game. game. Get out the, the game. Audience members is uncomfortable. You up there? You ain't getting no laughs. They squirming. Get your in your ass they see. Trying the not game. to
0: make eye contact. Yeah. They said tonight. Come it's back, hard, man. man.
3: Come back there and
5: try to talk to the rest of us. Yeah. We don't yeah. know what to take.
6: Yeah, ain't, they ain't laughing tonight. They laughing at me. Laughing at
3: yeah. At yeah. yeah. Man, it's rough out yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, it was, rough, it was rough out there for you. Yeah. yeah, I got a standing O.
4: Wow,
3: man! How much time did you do? Hey. Seemed like wasn't no laughs left in the room. Hey.
6: Listen, the dude, after you listen to him, <laughs> You're Wow. wow. Yeah. Tough crowd. No, they ain't that tough at all.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> really quit guys. asking everybody. Man, you know what what something going
3: man? on. <laughs> yeah. Man, it just don't seem like they get the jokes. They get them. Oh, back. No, they get them by They back. get
5: mine. Oh, they
3: get, <laughs> they get
5: them. Uh. Hey, how you expect me not
4: to go up here and say something, though? <laughs> wow. <laughs> i don't well, have to bring this up. Well, thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, coming up, more music, more fun, more ignorance. You know, we got it all, right? here on the Steve Harvey Morning Show, coming up at uh, 20 minutes after the hour, right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, Steve, so everyone knows we're going to Sand and Soul in Cancun, Mexico, the festival down there. Yes, sir. yes, 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 Yeah. This Everybody October. Everybody
3: need to know. They need to. Tell them. Sand and Soul, this year, off the chain, Cancun, Mexico, Ooh. Moon Palace Resort. It's real simple. Go to dot com. All the information is on there. Here's the phone number. 1-800-684-2825. One more time. 1-800-684-2825. Now, y'all, I got to tell you something. What, Steve? We really went into recovery mode from the problems they were having in the DR, and we found a solution that worked out even better than the original place we had. And I kid you not, my girl is celebrating her birthday. After Morgan came back and told her what it was about, she said, Steve, I'm gonna do my birthday in Cancun. I said, Cool, it's the 10th, it's the opening night. we gonna jam, we're gonna turn it up. You know, I ain't doing nothing. That's whack, bogus, nothing like that. It's going to be real exciting. When we come back, I'm going to let the crew tell you what they did and what we're going to do this year because the crew was there last year. Oh, yeah. We're going to oh, talk about Woo-hoo! it when we come back. Steve Harvey, sand soul.com. right now or 1 800 684 2825. 1 800 684 2825. We'll be back with more. You're listening
2: to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, so, Steve, uh, the Sand and Soul Festival, uh, not to be outdone this year. We are going to Cancun, Mexico. The the Columbus Day weekend, I can't wait. We had so much fun last year. We had so Shirley, much fun. Shirley, let me fun. ask you all this question. Yes.
3: Sand and Soul, what did you enjoy most about it?
4: my God, first of all, I enjoy the people. I, I love hanging, around, hanging out with our listeners. They're, they're just wonderful people. They love the show. They're so friendly and personable. I, I love that aspect of it. Getting to, you know, just commune with our listeners. We had so much, we just had a great time with them. What about you, Carla? Oh, well I love the fact that every night, You know, when we had the parties and the events
1: and the concerts and then the after parties. You know how all the listeners, I don't know if y'all saw everybody circling around me when I was dancing. They looked forward to that every night.
4: (laughs) That I was a star on the dance floor. All right, girl. And, Carla, you're celebrating (laughs) your birthday, too.
5: Mm-hmm. That's right, like Carla's celebrating hers. Uh-huh, you are. Yeah, you
1: Libras. Know, we celebrating with the Libras. You
5: know what I love about this whole thing, though? It's nothing like seeing black people on vacation across the water. Because mm. when you, as soon as you I pull up, that. you know how to talk to everybody in there. <laughs> What's <laughs> up, man? What's happening, player? Yeah! We finna start this thing right now! <laughs> Going to the bar. I'll be there in five. Let me drop this luggage I off. Know. You can talk black the whole time. The whole damn yeah. weekend. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Yeah, we
4: have great I'm gonna listeners. I'm going to tell y'all something, we, do. we have great listeners. Yes, we have We're going to start
3: it off on that uh, Friday morning. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a master class, a vault master class. It all, it's all in the package. Mm-hmm. Just anybody who wants to come and join me, uh, I'm going to do somewhat of a uh, uh, well, I was saying I was gonna say a Q and A, but it's mostly just gonna be sharing with you some of the things I learned on vacation this year mm-hmm. about motivation, about life, about inspiration, about accomplishing your dreams. Everybody I know wants to be happy and successful. I've learned so much over the years, but I really became a new me out there on that boat this year, and I want to share that with people so you can use some of these things I've learned and incorporated in your life uh the after that skip all this the cigar lounge yeah that's <laughs> Let me to roll see. some cigars with your boy we got real rollers on deck we got mm-hmm. all the drinks mm-hmm. that go with it yeah mhm and one of my favorite events was hosting The sand and soul version of Showtime at the Apollo. (laughs) Booing is involved. (laughs) (laughs) Booing is involved just like it was last year. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You came down here and said you could sing, but we found out you couldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Steve Harvey, sandandsoul.com, y'all. Come on and join us, man. We've got it straightened out steveharveysandthesoul.com or dial 1-800-684-2825. Operators are standing by.
4: All right, we'll be back with more and our last break of the day at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, Steve, here we are, last break of the day. It's been a good Monday. It's been a good Monday. Excellent Monday. Yeah. 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 Welcome back, Jay. Yeah. Good to be back. And, wow, Jay's... Thinking about getting married again. I mean, that was good in and mm. of itself. That was mm. big. That's he's thought that several times before. That
6: is not what I
4: said. Yeah. We yes. Might yes. Went to he buy said I need fork. a wife. Same thing. Same how, thing. How, how are you going to get a wife without getting married? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a way that you can do it without that. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> anyway. All right, Steve. So time for you now to leave us with some closing remarks like you always do. Some good ones, as usual. You know, um,
3: I was thinking the other day, uh, because this year my vacation was more spiritual than it's ever been, and I kid you not, I keep saying it, but God really, really opened up my eyes to a lot of things, and uh I, I have no problem sharing it, man. And I've learned so much that I'm kind of aggravated at myself a little bit that I didn't take the time to sit down, and really let his presence speak to me the way I did this year. I'm kind of aggravated at myself that I didn't do this years ago. And I found out real quick that I was wasting a lot of time being mad at myself. Because how many times have you said in your life, if I only knew then what I know now. But you know what I had to come to terms with? I just wouldn't have taken this information and appreciated it the same way. And I think all of us, when we sit back and people ask us questions like, if you could change anything, what would you change in your life? Or if you were talking to your 20-year-old self, what would you say to your 20-year-old self? I don't mind answering that question, what would I say to my 20-year-old self? But the question is often asked, if you could change anything, what would you change? Well, I know a lot of stuff in my life that lasted a lot longer than I wanted to. I didn't think I needed to live in a car for three years. Uh, After I learned what he was teaching me, it took three years for me to get it. Uh, I didn't think that I needed to get divorced, but after getting divorced, I learned what he was trying to teach me because because what you got to understand is behind, and I've said this several times before, behind every moment of adversity, there's a lesson and there's a blessing. And so all the experiences that I've had in my life have led to some incredible lessons and some incredible blessings. Now, the lessons, you don't like them all the time because being disciplined, nobody likes that but the blessings you do like. But in every last one of those lessons, if I stayed the course and paid attention, there was always a blessing behind it. So I can't change anything that's ever happened to me because that's how I became experienced. That's how you've become experienced. That's why you know what you know. That's why you can cope with what you can cope with. A lot of people complain about the hardships that they've had in their life. But what people sometimes don't look at is that in spite of those hardships, I mean, look at you. You survived every last one of them. Not one of them took you out because you're still him. So instead of steady reminiscing and, and talking about how hard you have had it, why don't you show some gratitude for the fact that he brought you through it? And I promise you, you're stronger for it. You get stronger because you've been challenged. You get get tougher because you've been whipped on. You know things because you are now experienced. You know how to fight because you've been beat. You know how to get up because you kept getting knocked down. Man, ain't that amazing, man? That sometimes you have to realize that you got to go through some things to end up with some things. I just would not be the person I am today, and you would not be the person that you are today had you not gone through what you've gone through. Now, guess what? I got that you was uncomfortable with the fact that you didn't meet your father or or your mom passed early. I got you uncomfortable with the fact that you were adopted. I'm got that you uncomfortable with the fact that you had to go through foster care. I got you uncomfortable with all of that. But ain't you still here, though? It didn't break you. But see, if you don't move past the lesson, if you keep going over the lesson, You'll never make yourself available for the blessing. I had to go through this, and then I went through that. You keep going over the lesson. I can't believe the Lord let me get adopted, and I never met my mother and father. I got that. I can't believe they put me in foster care. They must have didn't want me. I understand all of that. But when you get through saying all of that, have you ever thought that just maybe in there, It made you a little bit stronger. Made you a little bit tougher. Made you a little bit wiser. Made you a little bit more experienced. And in that, there is the blessing. So quit complaining and talking about the lesson. And focus because behind every moment of adversity, there is a lesson and a blessing. So now... We can't, none of us, change what happened to us. It probably shouldn't want to because we wouldn't be who we are today. Those are my closing remarks
2: today. Amen.
3: Drop the mic. Done. Have yourself a great
4: weekend. I know it's Monday.